Well, welcome to Fifth Street Soccer here on the Sports Byline USA SB Nation Radio Networks. I'm Nick Gieber. It is a great pleasure to be with you, along with my co-host, uh, Mr. Nick Webster. Hello, Nick. Hello, Nick. How are you? I've managed to drag myself away from the beach. As you can see, I'm a little bit crispy around the, uh, the old eyes. The uh, sun in L.A. a little bit brutal, but I am back in the studio and... Uh, Delighted to talk more World Cup football with you. And what a chat we can have, Nick, because since you and I last chatted, uh, England were not in the quarterfinals of the World Cup. We have all four quarterfinals set. We're going to go through the matches for you that are going to happen tomorrow. We're going to give you our picks and values, who we think is going to win. And if there are any great betting values out there, we'll be sure to let you know, courtesy of our good friends at betanysport.eu. Uh, but Nick, uh, I want to talk, uh, if you're watching this broadcast on YouTube, uh, you might be surprised to see that behind me, uh, Nick Webster is, uh, other than Nick Webster being behind me, the ruins of Stalingrad. And I'm having a little joke here, obviously, not too, nothing too fun or funny about Stalingrad. Uh, but, it, but the point is, is that Russia has become a Stalingrad-esque mess from a football perspective for a lot of big international teams. Not obviously the obvious one, the Germans. It's an absolute mess for a lot of the big teams. We have had a recurring theme throughout this show about the changing of the guard. Nick and I are going to chat a little bit about that. But most importantly, we're going to talk about the four matchups ahead in the quarterfinals of the World Cup and who we like to see through and go through and let you know if you're going to place a little money where you should put it. You can find us on the web at fistreesports.com. You can find us on Twitter at Fifth Street Sports. Uh, you can give us a call in studio. We'd love to hear from you. Where are you? Uh, if you're listening on an affiliate station of the Sports Byline USA Network or Sport, uh, SB Nation Radio or iHeart or TuneIn, give us a call, 800-878-PLAY. Let's get those phone lines lit. Nick Gieber, Nick Webster, we're here for the next hour. We're going to be talking World Cup quarterfinals right here at Sports Byline USA. We'll be right back after these messages. Attention timeshare owners, this is an urgent consumer alert from Resort Release, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get rid of their expensive timeshares. Once you've made that decision to get rid of your timeshare for any reason, Resort Release is offering a Better Business Bureau accredited way to legally get rid of your timeshare guaranteed. We guarantee to get rid of your timeshare payments permanently, even if you've tried another company to get rid of your expensive timeshare call now and see if we can help you at resort release you don't pay anything until you're ready if you're ready to learn how to permanently get rid of your costly timeshare make this complimentary free call right now 800-598-0539 800-598-0539 800-598-0539 that's 800-598-0539 If you are age 85 or younger, 
Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. I noticed my neighbor place a broken lawn chair by his curb. Naturally, I repaired it on the spot using J.B. Weld Original Cold Weld Formula Epoxy, then took off my shirt and laid down to enjoy the sun. When the family came home and saw a guy sunning himself on their lawn, they yelled, Hey you, get out of our yard! But I know their hearts were yelling. We were idiots for throwing that lawn chair away. Thanks for teaching us about conservation. Don't toss it. J.B. Weld it. Hey, Dave, you in for golf this weekend? Oh, I can't. I promised I'd find a plumber to fix a sink and a painter to paint the... Just use Angie's List. Uh, doesn't that cost money? Not at all. It's free to find pros in your area who can do the work. You can even read ratings and reviews from other customers. What about roofing pros? Angie's List has pros for everything. And to save time, they'll even match you to the best pros for the job. Oh, that's awesome. Looks like I'll be able to play after all. Find the best pros for your next project at Angie'sList.com. Well, welcome back to the show. Fifth Street Soccer, Sports Byline USA, SB Nation Radio, Nick Eber, Nick Webster. Big hello to our men and women in uniform listening on American Forces. It's great to be with you. Now, let's get back to it, shall we? The quarterfinals of the World Cup are set. We have Uruguay, France, uh, Brazil, and Belgium is another matchup. Uh, Russia, Croatia, and Sweden, England. Uh, Nick Webster, looking at this, obviously the two toughest matches, if there are any easy matches in the quarterfinals, would be Uruguay, France, and Brazil, Belgium. Those would be the two matches that strike me as being the most competitive. Those will be on tomorrow. Uh, love this France-Uruguay matchup. Uh, it's really the tale of uh, a free-flowing, beautiful, open-form attack against a highly disciplined, gritty defense uh, with some teeth, although I'm understanding that Cavani might not be playing uh, for Uruguay. Uh, would you characterize this the same way? Yeah, absolutely. I think Oscar Tabaras, the Uruguayan coach, in fact, the longest serving national team boss in world football, has really put together a fantastic team. And, you know, it's, it's built, you know, we talk about Cavani and uh, obviously Luis Suarez, but it's built on the defensive side of things. I mean, this is a side that's only conceded one goal in four matches, Nick. I mean, that's the best, uh, along with Brazil, the best defensive record in the tournament. And when you have the likes of Jose Jimenez and that man, Diego Godin, marshalling the back line it's going to be it's it's going to be a war and and, and the the incredible thing about this uruguayan team is you know th- they'll kill your mother to win this game i mean they just have so much grit so much desire um 
Now, can Deschamps, with all his embarrassment of riches, and we think of Mbappe and Griezmann and Paul Bogba, I mean, just just world-class players in seemingly every position. Matuidi, as just London just pointed out, um, can they break down this Uruguayan team? And that's and that's going to be the big case because I think uh, Uruguay they're just going to suck France in, suck them in, and then as we saw in the game against Portugal have the ability to hit teams on the break. I mean, the, the goal that Cavani scored made by Suarez was one of the best in the tournaments. And as you mentioned, the big doubt now is Edison Cavani. Will he be fit? If he's fit, this game is a squeaker that goes to penalties. If he's not fit, I believe France will have too much at the end of the day. Well, good. We're going to actually do a more in-depth analysis in the last segment of the show on both of these matches. Uh, but that's absolutely right, Nick. I think for, for me... This is the more intriguing matchup of the other ones. Obviously, Brazil, Belgium is a fantastic matchup as well. But I just think Brazil are going to have just a little bit too much for Belgium. And then, of course, uh, Saturday we have Russia, uh, Croatia, which, you know, on paper would look like a walkover for Croatia. But this Russian team has surprised uh, every step of the way here. They have the home support. I'm just wondering, does the uh, Russian party bus... Uh, end at Croatia. And of course, all sorts of political implications with the Russia-Croatia match as well. And then the last match, Sweden-England. We're going to get into all of this in detail, last segment. So if you're thinking about making a bet on any of these matches, you want to stay tuned, folks, because it's coming up in just, I don't know, about 30 minutes. We're going to get some detail for you on this, as well as pick out some great values. Uh, Nick, let's talk about England if we can. Uh, you and I did not have a chance to uh, follow that live while we were on the air. I, uh, it was very difficult to do a show as the penalty shootouts were on the way. It's really interesting to me because we've talked over and over again on this show. You and I have brought up the constant theme of the changing of the guard in world football. Some people understand it. Some people fight you on it. But it is an inevitable reality. But I think nowhere is the changing of the guard more obvious than in the England squad as it is. I'm just thinking, you know, if we had a Sam Allardyce or a, um, you know, a Sven Joran Eriksson or, I don't know, you can name any sort of stodgy previous England manager, uh, you know, you can bet your bottom dollar that someone like Daniel Sturridge would have been in that England lineup and would have been starting every match, regardless of current form regardless of how he was doing on the pitch. How refreshing to have Gareth Southgate, we've spoken about this before, who's gone with players he thinks are uh, the hope for the future, players that will uh, mature and grow into the tournament and have energy and belief and drive. And there was for me, Nick, this is a bit of a rant, so you'll excuse me, there was for me no better example of that than England doing what England do, giving up a very late goal to give the match away. But then that gritty performance in penalties, it was like those kids went out to play and they just didn't care the fact that England haven't won a penalty shootout in 20 years. They knew what those ghosts were. They know what the press is, but they just didn't care because this is their World Cup. This isn't the World Cup of the David Beckhams and the Frank Lampards. This is their World Cup and they were going to make it happen. Those demons are exorcised. The guard is fully changed in English football now. The youth are in. Forward thinking is in. Nick, I for one couldn't be happier. How about you? Well, I, th I think you bring up a great point. And I think what Gareth Southgate, being, being a young man, 
he, I think he still has a great connection with the players. But what he's done, which I don't think other English managers have done over the last, you know, 40 years since uh, Sir Alf Ramsey really won the World Cup for England, he's changed the mindset of these players. And he's taken the pressure off their shoulders. And, and as you've just said, he's given them the license to go out there and express themselves. And, and you bring up the shootout, and, and I think that encapsulates what Gareth Southgate has done. Harry Kane's only 24. Yes, he scores penalties for fun, as, as we've just seen. Still a great deal of pressure on him. But the, 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 the two that really got Dyer. my blood pumping, Marcus Rashford is 19 yeah. years of age, Nick. I was crapping my pants for him. But he was cool as a cucumber, and he hit a sensational penalty. Kieran Trippier is 23 years of age. He steps up with perhaps the most important penalty to get us back into the shootout, and he puts it in the top corner. Uh, you know, Eric Dyer, a young man himself, who perhaps took the worst penalty of the lot. Thankfully, it did go in. So, I... Yes, Jordan Henderson missed, but, uh, you know, I, I thought he struck it well. Um, this is the first time I can remember, Nick, every English player stepping up and hitting a penalty with conviction, with power, and with belief that it was going to find the back of the net. We've seen so many shootouts in the past where we looked at the England players, Nick, as they were walking up to take their penalty, and you knew they were going to miss because they just yeah. didn't have the mindset written over their faces. These youngsters, they stepped up and I never had a doubt. It was truly one of the most refreshing things I've ever seen as a fan of the England football team. Yes, it was terrific. And it does vindicate the second place uh, finish in the group. Uh, the loss to Belgium now seems like, oh, just a bit of a lark, a bit of a palaver, nothing much there. Uh, because we got on the right side of the uh, right side of the bracket and a matchup with Sweden. This, to me, Nick, will be a fascinating matchup, and we're going to go into a detail on this tomorrow at the show uh, live because we'll bring you Saturday's matches tomorrow. But Sweden are very traditional. They play a four-four-two. It's almost a very traditional English team. The Swedes. Uh, they don't have a lot of firepower, but they exceptionally dis disciplined. Very difficult to break down. Uh, obviously one is susceptible to the Swedish team on the counterattack. This is a team I don't think England want to go to penalties with, though. Uh, no, I don't think so. You know, it, it's funny that you mentioned they're a very disciplined 4-4-2. They're an old England. This, this game actually, it screams to me, it's New England versus old England. Uh, <laughs> however, the, the Swedes don't come with nearly as much baggage as we do, and, and their record against England over the last exactly. 30 years is uh, exceptional. But yes, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm in full agreement with you there. Sweden are not going to surprise us. Uh, that's 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 uh, that's basic basic fact number one. You know, you know exactly what you're going to get. So it's it's on us then to stop them from doing the things that they're going to be good at, which will be you know launching high balls, playing very directly. Uh, we're going to have to be very careful not to get caught with that ball over the top. We're going to have to be very careful not to get sucked numbers up and, and be caught on that counterattack. Um, 
you know, I, I, I actually have a, you know, I have a very soft spot for the Swedish team because they are traditionally Northern European and, and, and they very much remind me of, of what England used to be. Um, All right, Nick, oh, we, Nick we have to go to a break. We'll pick it up on the other side. We'll continue with Nick's analysis of the Swedish team, Sweden, England. We'll be right back after this. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. Welcome back. Fifth Street Soccer Sports Byline USA SB Nation Radio. Big hello to our men and women in uniform listening on American Forces and if you're listening on iHeartRadio or TuneIn or watching us live on YouTube, uh, we welcome you. Speaking of people watching us live on YouTube, I'd like to welcome Nick Marquez, 
uh, to the show. He, uh, Nick Webster, he says we shouldn't use the term, quote, the New England. He said they're taken already by his team. So uh, maybe we should call Gareth Southgate's team the Patriots because they are really a New England. <laughs> very clever, very clever, yes. Um, so what do we call them? Uh, we call them... Um... England 3.0. How about that? Yeah, very much so, Nick. Very much. Um, you were, though, talking about the tactical differences between England and Sweden. <clears throat> and, of course, Gareth Southgate, as you mentioned, it's very much the old England versus the Patriots. Uh, <laughs> because Gareth Southgate, of course, plays this sort of three in the back with, the, with wing backs, which is a, yeah. ver which is a very forward-thinking, ooh, in the modern <laughs> approach to well, the game. That seems to really speak to the strength of the young players and the speed that we have. Yeah, um, you know, he, he really likes Ashley Young, so I think Young will probably stay in the squad, uh, stay in the first team. Uh, but these wingbacks, a great opportunity to really get at the Swedish fullbacks because they play, you know, that flat back four. Um, the question is, if they get caught up the field, do we have enough cover? And uh, that's that's going to... That's really going to be, I think, one, where the, the game is won and lost. Look, Huddy Anderson has turned uh, this Swedish team into something just you know, really, really hard to beat. And, and the interesting thing for me, Nick, is that you know this World Cup and especially the Fox coverage was all, was all built around personalities. Neymar, Ronaldo, Messi. Well, the one big personality that's not at the World Cup was Zlatan Ibrahimovic. And yeah. yes, he retired, but I think it was, you know... A, you know that that Anderson and and Zlatan going. You know what? This it's it's really past your prime. Was well, Zlatan? You know, definitely said to himself, "I can still be part of this Swedish team," but the coach didn't want him. And since Zlatan has not been a part of the Swedish team, I think they're unbeaten in like twenty three. They beat Holland. They beat Italy uh, to to actually make it to the World Cup, and yeah. they came out of the group of death involving the, the champions Germany. So. Anybody who underestimates the Swedish team is a complete and utter fool. They have the tools to learn. Mark my words, they have the tools. I'm, I'm hoping they don't, but they do. No, they for sure do, Nick. I mean, look, um, I would say that all the teams in the round, in, in the quarterfinals are solid. Russia is really the question mark, Nick. And uh, again, I want to remind everyone that's listening. We will give you a detailed analysis of how we think these matches are going to play out in the next segment when we do our picks and values, courtesy of BetanySports.eu. But for the more general discussion, you know, Russia to me is the weakest one of these teams. We've been saying that since they were in the group, and they have surprised consistently. They did get uh, hammered by Uruguay, which was what I thought was more of a... Uh, accurate representation of the Russian team when they came up against a really good team. I, I, I'm not sure that Russia's current position uh, in the quarterfinals is indicative of three. Uh, which, which one of the three things it is. Number one, that playing at home, particularly in Russia, with a groundswell of support, gives you an enormous boost. Number two, uh, Spain were just horrible. Uh, or number three, they've just been bloody lucky the whole way through, or Putin's putting some sort of nerve agent in the dressing rooms of their opposition. I'm not sure that last one is going to be accurate, but I certainly think that it's a combination of one and two. Spain were just awful, Nick, uh, and um, uh, Russia have certainly been uh, moving with momentum due to the home crowd. 
Well, I think it is a combination. It is a combination of one and two. But you know, I've 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 covered World Cups for a long, long time now, Nick. And the the only team that the only country that never got a bounce and they got a slight one was South Africa. They didn't make it out of the group stages. Let, let's let's go back and obviously you know you, you look at maybe France in in ninety eight. Well, they're the, you know they're a good team. Germany in two thousand, they're a good team. Russia aren't a good team. But I, I equate them to actually two thousand and two and South Korea. South Korea and I, I I was lucky enough to be there. The the energy created from the home support in the stadiums and within the country itself, you had to be there to believe it. I mean, it really does put uh, your hair on your arms on end. It's just electrifying. And I really believe that Russia is just going along this incredible wave of nationalistic support. And and, and it could conceivably take them all the way. Now, I, I think I'm with you saying that Croatia is going to be a very tough nut to crack, uh, not only on the playing field, but from a historical perspective. But please don't un- underestimate the power of home support and what it can do to a team and how it can um, just uh, create so much excitement and energy and, most importantly, belief. Well, Nick, I certainly don't underestimate the power of home support. I'm a Liverpool supporter. So many seasons, uh, Liverpool are great at Anfield and horrible on the road, and that's because of the home support. Uh, luckily, not so much the last couple of seasons have been vastly improved, but that's a topic that we will get to after the World Cup is over. In the meantime, though, I do agree with you, and this is a fascinating matchup, Russia-Croatia, because, I mean, obviously Rated, uh, Rakitic and Mandukic and uh, Luka Modric and all the itches uh, in the world are living on that Croatian team and are exceptionally good. I thought Croatia looked really average against Denmark when they played. They did beat them. And I was surprised because I thought this was going to, they were going to sort of grow into strength to strength to strength and the team was going to do more of what I'd seen it do during the the group stages against uh, Argentina, Iceland and Nigeria. But in fact, it looked like they really struggled against Denmark, against the Danes, who were another very organized team. The thing, though, Nick, is I think Russia is going to be is a much more attack minded team than Denmark are. And I think that might open up a lot of space for some of that midfield mastery that we're likely to see with Croatia. Um, Look, I'm going to agree with you on that point, but what? I think I, I, I want to look at the World Cup as a whole and, and, and these eight teams that are in the quarterfinals. Not one of them has put together a 90-minute display yet. Okay? Not yeah. one of them. Don't get me wrong. No, that's, 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 no, that's not true. Spain and Portugal, one of the second match of the tournament, put on a 90-minute display worthy of, uh, worthy of watching again and again. But after that, yes, but not they, so much. But they, but they beat the crap out of each other. What I'm saying is there has not, there's not been a team in this tournament yet who's put together a 90-minute display uh, against a good team. Yes, yeah. yes, smash Panama. But it, let's be honest, was that 90 minutes of uh, fantastic football? No, England were garbage in the second half. So what, what I'm looking for is a team to control a game for 90 minutes where there's just no doubt in my mind that they were the superior team throughout the entire game. We haven't seen that from any of the eight quarterfinalists. Every one of these teams, every one of these countries has had moments where they have suffered throughout the tournament, 
where they were on the back foot, where they had potentially the chance to leave the tournament. I mean, Brazil, if they hadn't scored those late goals against Costa Rica, they might not even be in this round of eight right now. France did not dazzle in the group stages. Yes, they had a fantastic period against Argentina where they wiped the floor with them. You know, Uruguay ground it out against, uh, I believe, the Saudis. I mean, it was painful. Um, so this, this, this concept of putting together a 90 minutes where you, have, where you have thrown down the marker. I mean, people have been raging about Belgium. Do you know how long they were good for, Nick? They were good for 20 minutes yes. against Japan, where they saved their World Cup. So I, 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 I see what you're saying about Croatia. I see what we're saying about Russia, Brazil, Belgium. But I, I still I still feel like this World Cup is just wide, wide open. And because we've seen so many surprises, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past Uruguay to beat France. I wouldn't put it past Belgium to beat France. I mean, uh, Belgium to beat Brazil. And I wouldn't put it past Russia to beat Croatia. I mean, uh, <laughs> th th this this is how topsy turvy the tournament has been. And and, and I don't believe a, a, a squad has really planted their flag yet to say we are going to be the world champions yes the bookies make brazil the favorites but you know what the bookies make brazil to be the favorites every, every year. on every tournament they play the bookies make brazil to be the favorites yeah. this is one of the things that i'm really enjoying about the upsets that we've had in this world cup because if it wasn't brazil it was germany and i think you see now people now can understand there are other football nations between, behind, other than Spain, Brazil, and Germany that are going to have something to say, not just about world football, but about the world club game as well. Uh, and that's uh, the change, the transition that we're going to see more of as we get into the next few years. Uh, there's so much to talk about, Nick, once the World Cup is over. Everything from UEFA, from fair play, <laughs> to, uh, you know, the advantage the Spanish teams have in terms of tax revenues, uh, to this fascinating article about doping that's been out there in Spanish football. Um, there's so much that we're going to get to. Obviously, the silly season and the transfers are out there again. Juventus and Ronaldo apparently in an $85 million nego pound negotiation about his move from Real Madrid. We're going to talk about all these things, and we will do that once the final of the World Cup is over because we're going to be going very quickly into silly season, pre-season, we're in silly season already, but pre-season, and then the start of the big European leagues, which is just, it's a smorgasbord of football here this year, and almost every year now with all the other tournaments that go. And the only place you want to be to keep up with everything is right here on Fifth Street Soccer, on Sports Byline USA, SB Nation Radio. We're coming to you live on YouTube, on the web, also fifthstreetsports.com. Be sure to check us out. <clears throat> Nick Eber and Nick Webster. Coming up in the next segment, we're going to give you our picks for tomorrow's matches. There's quite a lot of value there, folks. So get ready, get your pen, head over to betanysports.eu. We'll be right back after this. I'm Ryan Burke. I'm the head cider maker at Angry Orchard, and we're in Brittany, France. I wanted to make Angry Orchard Rosé cider out of my love for rosé wine. We came here and found these red-fleshed apples. It's a really rare fruit. The apple brings a right, refreshing, natural taste to the cider and a deep, nice pink rosé hue. Our rosé is a little bit less sweet. It's got a really nice balance for any occasion. It's a really refreshing drink. Angry Orchard Cider Company, welcome to the Trick
If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPL plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252, 800-296-1252, that's 800-296-1252. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. The backyard's looking great, Rob. Thanks, man. I was planning on adding a deck, too. Know any good contractors? Why don't you just ask HomeAdvisor? Home what? HomeAdvisor.com. You just tell them about your project and they match you with local pros that can do the job. Nice. Now, how much does it cost? Oh, HomeAdvisor's totally free to use. Plus, you can read customer reviews, check pricing, and book appointments for free. What's the website again? HomeAdvisor.com. Or just download the free HomeAdvisor app. HomeAdvisor. Fifth Street Soccer, Sports Byline USA, SB Nation Radio, Big Hello. We're on American Forces. Our servicemen and women are listening to us around the world. It's great to be with them, as always. And we're with you every Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time. That's uh, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. And then again at 6 p.m. Pacific Time. That's 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here on these same networks. You can also find us on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn, on the web at FifthStreetSports.com, and on YouTube as well. So we're everywhere for you particularly as we come into the closing stages of the World Cup. This is the exciting time. We will be bringing you uh, our match analysis, our value bets and picks. If you like to bet, we'd like to do a little segment here for you uh, so that you can make sure that you place your money in the right place. And if you do want to do that, there's no better place to do to do it than at betanysports.eu, where if you go over there right now and sign up, use the affiliate code FITHSTREET, you can get a 50% bonus on your deposit up to $1,000. Uh, Nick Gieber here with you, along with Nick Webster. Nick, shall we get to it? The first match, France-Uruguay, earlier on in the show, we spoke a little bit about this match. You can have whatever conceptions you want about France or about Uruguay. You mentioned Uruguay fight like the devil and France are the free-flowing open team. All of these are true, but Nick, 
when match day starts and the ball moves and the whistle, the whistle blows and the ball moves and the crowd cheers, so much of what the pundits think and say and do goes out the window. Yeah, I mean, I've got to agree with you, uh, especially when the tension is ramped up to an, an 11 on the, uh, on the old volume that only goes to 10. And we're talking right now World Cup quarterfinal. This is a game that only comes around once every four years. And it's very hard for teams to say, you know what, we're going to put our foot down on the accelerator and we're going to give it a go, come what may. No, it, it doesn't work like that. And I think that the teams that have the discipline and the togetherness and the mental fortitude to fight through the, the moments where you suffer are the teams that generally advance. And that's why in this particular game here, you know, France may be the favourites, but don't look beyond Uruguay. Please, please, please. And especially... I mean, I could see this game quite easily being very low scoring, Nick, and going beyond 90 minutes. Well, Nick, and let's talk about it. I mean, who do you think is going to score the first goal? Because we're going to do something a little different uh, today because there's only two matches tomorrow. Let's talk some prop bets, Nick, just for a little bit of fun of it. Uh, Luis Suarez, plus 550 to score the first goal. Uh, Diego Godin, uh, how about that for a surprise? Plus 2,950 to score the, same, the first goal. Uh, also, Gomez scoring a goal at plus 320. Uh, Pogba, uh, plus 1130. Kylian Mbappe, plus 540. And Griezmann, plus 480. Uh, there you've got uh, most of the... Oh, Giroud at uh, plus 340. Uh, but will we see a goal in the first 90 minutes? That's the question. Well, you know, that, that, that bet you just mentioned on Godin is fantastic value. People, if you're hearing what Nick Gieber just said, plus 2,000, that's almost 20 to 1. He is a danger at set pieces. And this is where I feel that Uruguay, uh, they're, they're most dangerous. So right. if, you, if you fancy a flyer, I mean, that would be a good one. And then I would hedge it with uh, an Mbappe. Yeah, Mbappe, what an exciting player he is. Uh, one, of the, one of the great uh, finds, I think, for the world uh, in this World Cup. Yeah, breakout star of the World Cup. And, you know, Nick, there's so many other stars. This is something we'll talk about tomorrow during the show before we get to our match analysis. So many big stars have failed miserably, had epic fails on the big stage here at the World Cup. Uh, we're going to talk about that as well. Uh, so stay tuned tomorrow for that. Uh, Nick, let's look at the values here. France are plus 107 to win it in regulation. Uh, Uruguay are plus 362 to win it in regulation. The draw, though, is a very tasty plus 212, uh, with two goals being the uh, total points. Under is minus 122. Clearly, the bookies also think this will be a low-scoring game. The over is plus 107. Uh, I like the draw with you, Nick. I think the draw is very tasty at plus 212. It's a value you really can't ignore. And Uruguay in regulation at plus 362 is almost too good to be true. Yeah, I, I, I really like the draw as well. I mean, you, you can see why the bookies have made France the favourites because of the fact that they scored four goals against Argentina. And I think they're trying to entice people in uh, on, on the strength of that performance. But let's remember this Argentinian team was all over the shop. And uh, I think you and, you and I, we'd strapped on some boots. We could have scored a couple against the uh, Celeste. So um, I, I really like the draw. I, I think Uruguay are a very hard team to break down. And even with all the, uh, the riches that uh, France and Didier Deschamps possess, 
it's 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 going to be very very difficult. It's going to be so so tight, and the longer the game goes on scoreless, the more I like Uruguay. I think if if France have any designs on winning this game, as corny as it sounds, they have to score first. If they score first, that means Uruguay has to come out of this incredibly disciplined shell that they have developed, and that's when France can really take advantage. The longer it's tight, though, oof, Uruguay. Well, uh, Nick Marquez says he's sitting on the over two goals. Um, he's sitting on the over two goals. I, look, if, if France score early or if Uruguay score early, this game is going to change its flavor and its complexion almost immediately. This is going to become a totally different match. It's going to open up enormously, and that's going to present a lot of advantages to the French team. So if they score an early goal, I'm going to favor France. If, there's in, if, there's, uh, if you want to do in-game betting, this is what you have to look for. Be ready with your app to put that bet in as soon as France scores, because if they score first, I like them to go through and finish it. If Uruguay score first, I'm with Nick. I like this to go to a draw. I'm tempted to see it going to a draw. I'm tempted to see that because Uruguay are so tough to break down. And these are players on Uruguay that have something to prove, that play as a cohesive unit, defensively are absolutely wicked. And as you mentioned, Nick, gritty and difficult and can really get under the skin of some of these young French players. So the other one, the other prop bet to look at here, folks, is number of cards. Uh, right now, yeah. there's an interesting prop, uh, prop for cards. Over five and a half, uh, I just saw this here, over five and a half cards pays, um, and I'm sorry, uh, you'll excuse me for being a loser and not have it ready, to, ready here. I just did have it, but my computer... Uh, froze up, of course, as it as it nev- inevitably does. Uh, but course, uh, yeah, yeah. Ov- it was over five five and a half uh, cards was the was the payout for for this match in terms of cards. It could I very well one. be that way. I like that oh, bet. Yes. Oh, I, I, I I'll take that bet all day long uh, for a number of reasons. If if Uruguay take the lead, they will wind up the French team like nobody's business. And I think as we saw with Colombia, England, you know, I, I, I will give the English players a lot of credit. They didn't rise to the bay. I think I think the French, though, are a little bit more volatile than their uh, English counterparts. They could rise to that Uruguayan bay. And of course, should Uruguay go down, well, they will use any methods possible to get themselves back in the game. They'll I bite really their like way the, through if they have to. Yeah, I, I like the over in cards. Yeah. All right. So we like... The value for Godin to score first, uh, it's a long shot to fly, but at 35 to 1, you're crazy not to take it. We like the value of uh, the prop bet on over five and a half cards. We think that's a possibility, and there's good value there. Could get chippy and nasty. We like Uruguay for the draw. Generally, that's the consensus here at plus 362. Uh, we do like, though, or, and, and, and to advance out of the group, Nick? Oh. Why, why do you have to put me on the spot like this? Um, I, I, you know, I, I'm going to have to hedge. France score first, France go through. Uruguay score first, Uruguay to go through. All right, so France are minus 215 to go through. Uruguay plus 185. Those are your values. So you heard it from us. We gave you the picks. We gave you more than just the standard picks that we do on the show. We gave you some in detail, some detailed uh, possibilities that you can do a little hedging and have a little fun as well and pick up some of the long shots. All right, let's go to the next match, Belgium-Brazil. This is another interesting match, Nick. Uh, You know, the question is, is this Brazil team for real? We know defensively they're outstanding. 
this Brazilian team. There's no denying that. They've uh, let in the fewest goals of any team this tournament, despite what some pundits on some other shows might say. There is no leaky defense with Brazil. This team is for real. The question I have about Brazil is about their number one star, their talisman. If it's all about Neymar, I think Brazil are going to struggle. If they can get it together, if we can stop rolling on the floor like we've been shot by a sniper, uh, then maybe they can do well. This Belgian team is disciplined. It's tough. They're big. They're strong. They're fast. Um, it's going to be a tough match. But, Nick, I do like Brazil to win this match. Well, I mean, the, 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 definitely the head says Brazil. Uh, my heart says Belgium are going to give it a go. And I, I believe that should Belgium decide to go into this game, and, and we just spoke about the Uruguay-France thing, uh, about the, the tension that surrounds these these quarterfinal games. I think if, if Belgium can go into this game and put their foot down, that's when Brazil have been most vulnerable in this tournament, okay? Yeah. When teams have gone at them. Now, Brazil have got away with certain things that number one due to the fact that they've got a great defense but really number two they've yet to come up against a striker that is just an assassin and i believe that belgium have a couple of rather tasty players who when they get their opportunity in front of goal will take that chance and i'm talking about lukaku Eden Hazard and the genius that is kevin de bruyne yeah, yeah, yeah. These, these guys are these guys are technicians they are not going to let opportunities get away from them. Now, they've got to take the game by the scruff of the neck bone. They've got to go for it from the off. If they don't and they allow Brazil to settle, I think that uh, you know Neymar, for all his histrionics, is playing himself back into fitness, and he is an exceptional talent that can turn a game on a dime. Uh, I actually, you know, I, I, I think people are saying that it could be a, a low-scoring game because of the fact that Brazil and Belgium both don't haven't got going in the first half of games. But I think that changes tomorrow. I think we're in for a high-scoring game. I can't help but go with you and say that Brazil will take it. But I, I'm 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 feeling a lot of pressure from Belgium because this is a group that. Failed in 2014 when they had a great opportunity to really move on in the tournament. They failed in Euro 2016, incredibly losing to Wales because they kind of bottled it a little bit. I think this is a team that now is ready to take the next step. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going Belgium to win with the over. Belgium to win with the over. Um, hmm, interesting. I, uh, I think I'm with you, Nick, because... You know, the one thing we talk about is Brazil's incredible defense and Belgium are decent defensively. But, you know, these are world-class players on both these teams that see incredible world-class defenses day in and day out in their club teams. This isn't a surprise. This isn't, you know, a Japan coming up against an incredible defensive team and they don't know what to do. This is really the clash of two footballing titans who can play at this level, who do play at this level. And uh, so however good the defense is, you're right, the uh, embarrassment of riches of attacking superstars in this game, I think will uh, make the defensive side of the game mean less. I like the over on this. It's two and a half uh, at plus 103. Uh, Belgium are plus 276 to win in 90 minutes. Brazil are plus 116 to win in 90 minutes. The draw is plus 240. Belgium, minus 150 to advance. Brazil, minus 165 to advance. Uh, Nick, I'm going to say this is Brazil in regulation at plus 118 with the over. 
All right. So, uh, yeah. which Nick are you going to go with, yours? That's that's the question. <laughs> What's that? I said, uh, our, our viewers and listeners, they've got to decide which Nick they want to go yeah, with. Which Nick, Nick do you want Phil to go with? Nick Belton, you know? NB <laughs> or NB. It's very confusing. And, and I know if you're listening out there, Nick Webster is saying Belgium and the over. And Nick Gieber is saying Brazil and the over. To advance, also within 90 minutes. There you have it. Those are our picks. Enjoy. Make up your own mind. You're going to gamble. Gamble responsibly, please. Have a great time with it, but don't do anything silly. All right. Uh, we will be back on the air with you tomorrow. Uh, we'll be right back to wrap it up here on Fist Street Soccer. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? but you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates, and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. 800-813-9940. 800-813-9940. 
right, so welcome back to the show, Fistry Soccer. Listen, folks, here's the bracket, okay? If anybody told you that their bracket prior to the World Cup would have Russia, Sweden, or England in the quarterfinals, they are liars. Okay, just pure and simple liars. Uh, Nick Webster, final thoughts about tomorrow. Uh, I think it's going to be absolutely fascinating, fascinating, Nick. We have we have four, you know, footballing giants: uh, France, Uruguay. Just such such a beautiful, beautiful opposites, and then Brazil versus Belgium. The traditional powerhouses against the new kid on the block, and this this is Belgium's time to plant their flag firmly in the ground. You know, we talk about golden generations. This is Belgium's golden generation. This is their now or never. Um, and if, if, if they beat Brazil, the confidence within that team, they could go on and take the whole lot. Nick Webster, always a pleasure. Thank you for the analysis. Uh, interesting. Uh, once again, uh, we both have uh, France over Uruguay tomorrow. We, or we have the draw in regulation. Uh, we say if France scores first, look for them to win. If Uruguay scores first, they will likely win. But other than that, we like the draw. Uh, we do like uh, potentially uh, France to advance. Belgium, Brazil, Nick and I are split on that one. Folks, make up your own mind. Uh, find us on the web, com. Find us on Twitter, at Sports. Find us uh, also uh, on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Sports. We're everywhere for you. Uh, we will be back on the air tomorrow, 1 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern time, and then again, 6 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow to bring you more football as we look back at the matches that passed, the ones we're talking about today, and we'll look forward to Friday's quarterfinal matchups of the World Cup. Until tomorrow, folks, have a great night and enjoy those matches tomorrow. Have fun with it. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs>